Hey there, welcome to Hello Church, episode 45. I am Justin Trapp. And I'm Wade Bearden. And Justin, whenever we send out emails or Facebook posts about Ministry Pass and Seminary, there's there's usually a bunch of different comments. There's always one comment, and it essentially says the same thing every single time. You know, if I had... A dollar for every time we get with this comment. <laughs> I would put Elon Musk out of business. <laughs> you would displace him as he's like number one, number two. I, th- I know he's kind of going back and forth as yeah. the world's richest man. I think he's okay, though, either way. He'll yeah, make it. E- either way. <laughs> we get this comment, though, all yeah. the time as it relates. Now, we have Ministry Pass, which is a sermon series library. And then we yeah. have Sermonary, which helps you actually write. It's like, yeah. you know, if Microsoft Word or Evernote were built specifically for constructing sermons. It's software. Yeah. But anytime we have Facebook ads or we'll have a podcast or we create a blog post, there's always a few comments. Yeah, uh, always. And sometimes I wonder if they're even pastors, right? I, I don't know. Have you ever <laughs> preached a sermon there, Jerry? <laughs> And essentially the comment is, so we'll talk about planning. We talk about planning a lot here. And the comment is, well, what about the Holy Spirit? Or aren't you putting the Holy Spirit in a box if you plan out your calendar or plan out your sermon series? Or even, we had a a friend who was a pastor. He put together a PowerPoint slideshow for his sermon, and people would say, oh, you're too planned on Sunday morning. And you're not letting the Holy Spirit move or speak to you. And so we wanted to address that in this podcast because we do get those comments so much and to kind of work through uh, our perspective, I guess, on the matter. Yeah, I mean, does this make you a bad pastor, right? That's the question. Um, are, Are you suppressing the influence of the Holy Spirit by planning your sermon, by planning content ahead of time? Now, we're laughing, right? Because we get the comments all the time. Yeah. Um, but it is it is an important it, question. It, it is an important question. Yeah. It really and, and is. And we're laughing too because we get, like it's not just like, like a, hey, I do have a question about this. It's really mean stuff. Yeah. And sometimes they go after it, the like, way you look. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, just uh, this guy just needs a haircut or I don't, I don't plan. Um, I just listen to the Holy Spirit. And if, if you, if you don't listen to the Holy Spirit, you just need to do something else. You know? <laughs> well, like, and somebody one time, I think they said they were like, uh, you know, what is this 22 year old saying? And they were talking about me and I'm like, well, I I'm actually like, I'm, like yeah. <laughs> I'm about to be 34, but thank you, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and so, yeah, we, we get some really kind of mean comments about it, but it is a good question at, at its heart. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about that. Uh, I do want to say one of our, one of my more favorite comments came in one day to uh, to kind of frame this question, I thought it was I thought it was really great. I I wanted you to I wanted you to read it. It was it was somebody who was responding to to one of our posts. Yeah. So sometimes you know, if we're doing like a Facebook ad for seminary and we're trying to like reach a new audience, you can have a few people on there like, oh, I, who needs this? You just need the Holy Spirit, which I don't know that they fully understand the ad mm-hmm. then. And, and sometimes you know you get a few people in a row and it gets this negative momentum where it's you know all this bashing and then someone and uh, I won't <laughs> m- mention his name, but he, he commented. It's probably my favorite response yeah. to this topic. Uh, of all time, right? And I'm just going to read it to you. I'm going to read it to you from Pastor uh, John Doe. 
Uh, he said a preacher was complaining. I guess I, I shouldn't be afraid to say his name. He he put it out there in the public square, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and we're and we're not bashing him. We, no, no, Pastor Tracy. Thank you for this yeah, comment, this Pastor Tracy. This is uh, a, this is like a modern day parable. Here it is. <laughs> it is not. We're not saying it's like inspired by scripture, but it, you know. Yeah. Here's what he said. Story he said with a moral. A preacher was complaining about needing so much time to prepare sermons. A friend told him to stop trying so hard and just listen to the Holy Spirit speak. So the preacher decided one week he would try that instead. Sure enough, when he got up to preach the next Sunday, the Holy Spirit spoke to him and said, Son, you're not prepared. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the first time you read that to me, Justin, I was thinking... This was a negative comment, and I was like, okay, okay, you know, whatever, whatever. And it was going to come to the end and say something like, you finally did what I wanted you to do. You know, something like that. Um, but it took, re- it took me through a journey. I'll say that, that comment. <laughs> Ups and downs. Ups and downs. I will say this. Now, we've done a lot of uh, surveys. We've had, you know, 1,700 pastors respond to a survey, 1,000 pastors. So our surveys get a lot of great responses uh, over, I would consider that a large data set. And by and large, most pastors, majority of pastors, do not plan their sermons or sermon series farther than two weeks out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what we'll do is we'll, we'll get, we'll hear people or we'll see people make the comment. I, I just don't want to put the Holy Spirit in a box. Mm-hmm. The only issue with that comment is at least that framing, right? Is when a majority of pastors are not planning farther than two weeks out, we are essentially saying the Holy Spirit has to speak to me about this particular topic, about this particular passage in the next two weeks or in the next two days for, for most yeah. pastors. Right. Uh, and, and essentially we are putting we're not allowing you know the marination to happen over a long period of time and i think we do a disservice to ourselves as the communicators of this content right if i'm preaching about forgiveness and i know ahead of time four months ahead of time there there may be stories in culture there may be personal stories that that you accumulate or that you hear someone in your church maybe um you know someone personally and you don't have to share names but they uh, you know a, a marriage was on the rocks because of some broken trust and 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 forgiveness happened over a period of time and you're able to share what god had done through that you know in a manner that's respectable or respectful um if if you if you're only preparing that message on forgiveness in the next few days, in the next few weeks, that marination season, right, that where you're just kind of continually adding to that message over time, that doesn't get, you don't have the luxury of that. And that's not to say that, Wade, mm-hmm. that you can plan out your sermons, right? I've done uh, where I've planned out my sermons for the entire year, and then I just feel like, all of a sudden, something happens mm-hmm. in our culture, something happens at our church, and I feel like we just need to, to change gears, change directions, and yeah. that's totally fine too. But but the point is, uh, you know, there is a, a really great tangible benefit to planning, and you don't have to suppress, uh, you know, uh, what God wants to do uh, through the content. Yeah, yeah, and and if we're just looking at it too from um, from Scripture, uh, we'll notice that uh, there are times when God's God leads a prophet to say something that is. Uh, it's for his specific context, but it's also for later generations. Maybe it's talking about the Messiah. We, we know that God planned um, the ministry of Jesus from, right, from, from before the fall. And we know that God can work uh, 
thousands and thousands and thousands of years in advance. We, we know that. And so we know that God, he could speak to us today about something we need to talk about next year. And so if we only believe that God can speak to us in uh, you know, a window of a couple of days or while we're on stage. Or at the last minute. Or at the last minute, we're essentially saying God only speaks in that, in that window and he doesn't speak a month out or two months out. And I think that's so important um, that we study to show ourselves approved, and we see that throughout scripture. Now, there's a, a verse that's kind of brought up sometimes uh, when Jesus talks about how his disciples will be dragged before rulers, and essentially he says, let the Holy Spirit speak through you. Don't necessarily memorize what you're going to say and I think sometimes when we use that, we kind of rip it out of context because that's something that's done in front of rulers, not necessarily preaching from the word of God. And it's not to say that uh, you don't learn about the gospel. So you have that knowledge uh, to kind of pull out, but it does mean to be guided by the Holy Spirit when those difficult times come. Uh, and so I think we can pull that verse out of context and say, well, you know, we shouldn't study, uh, but we see throughout scripture, God telling, uh, the apostle Paul, we, Jesus telling people uh, to learn, to grow, to study, uh, to rely on the scripture. And so I think that's really, really important. So we believe God can work on stage and sometimes he does. Sometimes yep. he can change our sermon last minute. And sometimes he tells us, hey, I want you to preach through this series in a couple of years. And uh, we do, and it's like, it's amazing. And I've had these moments where things will happen. I'll, I'll plan maybe uh, a year in advance or eight months in advance. And something big will happen in the church or the youth group or society and you pull up it's like open, perfect timing. Yeah, you pull up in the passage that you had felt like you needed to preach a year ago and and you pull it up there and it's just it's amazing. So I think that's really I think that's really sort of just very important to understand uh planning. And to you know, whenever I was a youth pastor, I got together with these other youth pastors and we really kind of thought through. We said, "Okay, if we have students in our youth group for 6 years, and that's that's really on the best case yeah, scenario. Generous. Yeah, best case scenario, you have them uh, two years in junior high, four years. But let's say you have them four to six years. What do you want them to know and experience in those six years? And we put together a list of uh, important texts that they needed to know in the Bible, important topics, theological topics applicational topics, things we wanted them to walk away with. And when we looked at the list, I think every youth pastor there said, I don't know if I've, I've spoken on half of these things in the last six years, uh, because they didn't, didn't just kind of look at the discipleship plan that they had. They didn't put one together. So maybe they mentioned the Trinity once, but their people, their students left, and they didn't really know, you know, what does it mean that God's a triune God? Uh, whatever it is, uh, it's so important to do that, to steward what God has given us. So that's why I think planning is so very important because we're really searching through scripture and we're saying, okay, what do I need to communicate about the gospel so that when these students move on or when our people move away or when my, our people experience the difficulties of life, they'll have this foundation. So planning is, I think, so important, not only just on a yearly basis, but just on a, on a cycle, however long that is for you and, and your people. Yeah, final thoughts is, you know, our prayers that pastors, you would be sensitive to, to 
you know, the Holy Spirit as you plan and, and prepare. Uh, but we also, our prayers that you'd be diligent as well in planning and uh, putting the work in and, and, and sort of trying to get ahead and get organized with your content, like Wade said, being very intentional about that. And we know this, that, you know, um, something can happen and, and the Lord can lead you in a different direction and so be it, right? But you've done your part mm-hmm. in the meantime. And we're not... Uh, sort of, and I'll call it what I believe it is, be, being lazy and waiting till the last minute uh, using a spiritual excuse. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's important that we do our part as communicators and uh, of the gospel. And because uh, you, remember, you, you know, and you know this, right? If you've been preaching a long time, you're getting up on, on a Sunday morning or on a, a weekend and you're communicating to a diverse range of people. You have the single mother who's struggling. You have the married couple that has been in your church for 30 years that uh, you're empty nesters. And you've got literally everybody in between. They all have, they're all in different places in life, different seasons, different financial statuses. And you're coming with that singular message, right? And you're trying to make that palatable and digestible for everybody in the room and that that take that takes a lot of skill it's it's a lot of work and um takes a lot of practice and the more that you can be prepared the more that you can feel comfortable with the content the more it can be in your heart not just something you, that you are able to memorize in a few days the, the better you're going to be able to communicate the truths of god's word yeah. And uh, that's our aim for you, really. And so we joke and we laugh because yeah. it's kind of funny at times. But it is a good question. And it's a serious <laughs> topic. And no, it doesn't make you a bad pastor to plan. Um, and so we hope that this is helpful. And and to be honest, if, if you made it to this part of the video and someone sent you the link from a Facebook ad comment, you're welcome. <laughs> well, and I'll, I'll, end with, I'll end with this story. Uh, understanding, too, it's important to understand that God can... Uh, God can speak to other people, which will help speak to you. So a few years ago, uh, we were planning a series called Burned, and it was talking about hypocrisy in the church and how many of us, some of us have been burned by uh, hypocrisy. And whenever we put that stuff together, we're praying and saying, God, lead us with these ideas, lead us as we put together this content to help pastors so that when they get the content as they write their message. And so uh, prayed about that series as well as our other series, and we got an email from someone who had just come into a church and they preached that series and they said, man, our, our church had been burned by, by people who uh, had been here for the last couple of years. And they said it was an amazing sermon series. The Holy Spirit really worked through that. And it was really cool to see how the Holy Spirit was speaking to the writers at Ministry Pass, even the graphic designer, and how God used that and then spoke to the pastor and then worked through that message in his word at the church. So we can see all those things sort of happening at once. So we don't wanna put the Holy Spirit in a box by saying, God can only speak to me and me only when I'm on the stage or a couple days out. Um, God can do that. Um, But we also understand that that there's something richer going on and and we as Christians and brothers and sisters, we can help each other. Mm -hmm. And um, that's really an amazing thing to think about. Well, before we end, we're not going to get any five star reviews on this episode. <laughs> we are. We have a giveaway. Yeah, uh, we are giving away a a Ministry Pass Arctic coffee mug. It's really great. I have one, and I use it all the time. And you can be entered in that drawing. Just write us a review on Apple iTunes. And if you do that, we're just gonna. You don't even need to send a picture of that. We're just gonna collect them all. We're gonna pull one out of a hat and we're gonna send it to you. So yep. we've got a couple more weeks on this giveaway. Make sure to do that. And 
we joke about this. You can give us any star rating. Uh, just, like I said, don't make fun of my age. You can say that I'm 23 if you want. Uh, I'm not, but you can say that uh, in the review. <laughs> but just leave a review I hope for that us. you do. I hope somebody does. Yeah, right? <laughs> and there then you, you can also tweet us your takeaways at yeah. hashtag HelloChurchPod, or you can comment on the Facebook feed, wherever you get this podcast episode. Uh, so, yeah, yeah we appreciate you. We love hearing from you. We'll see you next time.